Progressive presents Don't Do It Yourself. Okay, fixing a water heater. Easy peasy. Oh, yeah? So you know how to secure the skiff joint? Yeah. Detach the steam pump? <laughs> Takes two seconds. And fasten the dew to the pressure tube? Yeah, my dad taught me how to do that. Oh, that's interesting, because I made all those things up. Look, we should just bundle our home and auto with Progressive. We could save big, then pay someone to do it for us. That's cool. This dubbel's the wrong size anyway. Save when bundling home and auto with Progressive and use the money to, you know, not do it yourself. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. I never, ever thought I would open a business for myself. And then I had a baby. Meet Patrice Mousseau, founder of Satya Organics, a skincare company created for people with skin issues, powered by Shopify. When Esme was about eight months old, she developed eczema. The doctor's only option to me was steroid creams. I just started experimenting in my kitchen crock pot. I actually found something that cleared her eczema up in two days. After about a year or so of just selling it out of my kitchen window, I decided to make a business out of it. Shopify templates are fantastic, and their customer service is absolutely stellar. You can buy Satya online, you can buy it in stores, you can buy it in our social channels, and that's all made possible by Shopify. When you're ready to share your business with the world, grow it on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform trusted by millions of businesses like Satya. Get a free 14-day trial at shopify.com slash free22 and start selling wherever your customers are with easy-to-use tools and friendly 24-7 support. Go to shopify.com slash free22, shopify.com slash free22. But because you whitewashed it with Scarlett Johansson, Mm -hmm. nothing against her. I think she's great. All you needed to do, just make the lead actor slash actress. Get a Scarlett Kim. Pretty much. <laughs> Scarlett Johan. Johan. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Welcome to the worst Asian podcast. Come waste your time listening to a couple Asian-American millennials give our shitty opinions on all things Asian. My name is Linji. I'm here with my co-host, Ben. Hello. How are you doing today, Ben? I'm good, man. What's up, dude? Only an, an hour late. Oh, yeah. Is it an hour? No, it's like, okay, starting-wise, about like 30 minutes late. Keeping say. that bar real low. You know what, man? I, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to destroy it. No expectations. And then I'm going to reverse it. Like reverse Uno. Uno reverse. Exactly. And then you're going to be like, whoa, Ben, who is this? We've got a lot to talk about today. Checks and balances. With the recent success of Shang-Chi and now the global sensation Squid Games, I thought it would be a good time for us to talk about Asian American representation. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about this one. In modern media. In modern media. Specifically modern media. I love it. I love it. I'm really excited about this one. You recently saw Shang-Chi. Yeah, man. Your thoughts. My thoughts, wow, damn, you're like fucking like just, what did I think about Shang-Chi? I thought it was a great movie. There were some things that did kind of like make me feel uncomfortable and cringe. Did you watch it by yourself? Funny story, uh, I was supposed to watch it with someone, but she, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So you went to the theater alone? No, 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 dude, I I forced my, I forced my friend. He was watching the Yankees game. Yo, you want to watch Shang-Chi? And he's like, bro, I don't really want to see it. It seems corny. I was like, come on, bro. It's going to be mad fun. And I was forcing him because, like, you know, I got canceled. I had nothing to do. You know, we we're going to go over it. So I was like, yo, I got to watch this shit. There's no better transition than a Yankees game directly into some. To Shang-Chi, bro. Shang-Chi. 
And you really didn't want to just watch it alone? No, I no, dude. That, but see, that's what I'm saying. That was my dedication, bro. I was like, yo, I gotta watch this fucking movie. There's nothing wrong with watching a movie alone. I know, especially I, COVID now. I was thinking about you that. You can just think of excuses. I know. You know what's funny? Like when we got there, there was literally it was just me and my my friend. We sat in those recliner in Bay Terrace, the one yep. with the nice leather seats. There was one guy by himself, and then there was like, a couple in front of us. And I was just like, thinking, I was like, damn, like I didn't meet my friend uncomfortable because I was sitting right next to him. And he like he purposely first sat like one seat above, like away from me. But it's all assigned seating now. It is, but then they're not gonna say shit, right? That's true. For some reason, I was like, "Oh, yo, I can barely hear you, man. Like, I want to talk to you." And I forced myself to sit there. I like seeing Mulu. I liked him in Kim's Convenience. Were you hyped up for it prior to watching? Yeah, dude. But I was also just like you're you. also like uh-huh. three, four weeks late. I know. So you I didn't know. like dive into that initial first week hype like I did. What can I say? I like the movie. I like Simulu. I'm a big Aquafina fan. I love Aquafina. Right. I'll be honest. I kind of thought it was a little cringy. Like I thought they kind of overused her in every fucking scene. Just for context, Ben is Korean. This this movie is predominantly Chinese. Yes. Yes. Not that that matters. Not that it matters. But just and to also, give everyone context. Also, my best friends are Chinese. Okay. So you know, let's just throw it out there. Nihama. Yeah. Nihao Mao. Oaini. Weisama. All that good stuff. Okay. Shishi. Okay. So it wasn't the language thing that. Oh no! Okay, fine. I I like the I like the dad. The oh, Tony Leung. Yo, dude, yeah. he's he's fucking badass, bro. He, he is. I don't know who he is, but I was like, I'll go like, into that later. Yeah, because there there are a bunch of uh-huh. uh, predominantly Eastern actors and actresses that I, they brought over to this movie. Yeah, that was kind of like a first time thing. Dude, freaking like when he was like wearing like his suits and shit. I was like, yo, this guy has like that Chinese gangster mafia look. I was like, yo, this yeah. guy's a handsome in his like Chinese dad way, you know, like Chinese <laughs> dad gangster way. I loved it. Simu, I thought he was, I thought he was fucking badass. I'm glad he actually got the part. I, I'm pretty sure you know about too, like him getting the role. He was just tweeting about it pretty much yeah, to Kevin Feige, right? I think that's gonna somehow become more folklore than actual fact. But yes, you know there is that story where he folklore. tweeted, like "Hey Marvel, that. what's up?" Blah blah. Yeah, blah. he's like, "Yo, what's up, girl?" I cannot imagine that shit. that directly translated into him getting the role. It incepted. Yeah. All right, he just put that thought into their brain. Exactly, man. Chinese inception. Chinese inception. <laughs> but uh, yeah. props to him, and it yes. makes for a good story. That chick from like I'm gonna fuck it up. Is she from Crouching Tiger and Dragon? That that old Asian uh, lady, you know what I'm talking about? She was like um, the auntie. She oh was... Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, there Crouching you go. Crouching Tiger, this guy. Is this she guy. not from Crouching Tiger? She might actually be. She might be, dude. She yeah, might be. She's been around for a while. I'm gonna say it again. I am Korean, but I love my Chinese people. I don't know what <laughs> Michelle Yeoh is though. Is it Yo or you? Yo. 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 Okay. I don't know if she's specifically Chinese. Really? No, she has to be. She has Chinese, to be, bro. right? She has to be, bro. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I was like, man, she looks I didn't good. Look that up. Part of what they did that I thought was very good was mm-hmm. obviously they had the name American Western actors like you know Simulu, right. Aquafina, they did a good job Ronnie with the Chiang, Ronnie Benedict Chen. Wong. Yes, but at the same yes. time they brought people over like Fala Chen. That's Fuck. the mother. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah so they yeah, brought yeah, over. Yeah. Okay, cool. I remember my wife was raving about her. Oh yeah, she used to be like some kind of model out in China. Blah, oh, blah, for blah, real. Yeah, and then she came over. Kung Fu makes you sexy, like, bro. That's uh, that's what it is. You should try it, but probably wouldn't. Oof, work. I'm going to man. I need that. Tony Leung, that's the dad you were talking about. <sighs> yeah, he's man. he's a big shot actor over in Hong Kong, mainland oh. China, from like the 90s and everything. He's been around forever. I was gonna say, man, like how's this guy not discovered? I was like, yo, this guy looks like he's been acting. bro. Supposedly, this is his first Western American film. For real. 
not that he's been offered, but that he's actually taken the role of doing. He's, he's kind of like on the tail end of his career. He's done a lot over there. He's right. kind of just looking for roles he wants to do. Like his resume is like stacked in, right. in fucking right. Hong Kong. Right. So he's a big name over there. Yeah, so that's cool, I dude. like the fact that it was a good mix of Western and Eastern Asian actors. I wouldn't have even thought about that unless my wife, that's oh. Tony Leung. That's yeah. Fala Chan. This and oh, that. Them. You know, you're taking your family and you have like all these different like generations, right? And like just different backgrounds, yep. you know? You know, our parents came from like overseas. We're watching this fucking movie and it's like, yo, I know somebody's like yeah, fucking it's a, like, it's like, it's, it's like this guy. Yeah, yeah. It probably made them like have a little tear and shit, you know? Maybe not the tear getting a bit too sentimental, but no? kind of to bounce off that point, you know, because there's so much pent up demand because of COVID and, and because people haven't been able to see things like this. Oh. No offense to um, Black Widow. It was like partially on TV, partially in theaters. On Disney Plus and all that. Did you like Did you like Black Widow? I thought it was okay. Yeah, that's fine. Right? Yeah, it's fine. Okay, okay. So we need to take off our rose-colored glasses for a mm-hmm. sec and realize that part of this was finally we got to see a big exclusive theater-only Marvel movie. Right. And that can attribute to part of the good. success as well. That's good. Yeah, you're right. It felt really good, man. Because really you don't know how well this would have done if it was like a regular scheduled Marvel movie where they pump out two, three, four in a whole year. Yeah, that's, that's true, where you, man. Where you kind of get that satisfaction, and then two months later, we you were have so spoiled, one. bro. We were. we were spoiled, man. Yeah. You know, we had like Spider Man, Doctor Strange, and Endgame. If you want to, you want to give it like a like a number scale. What do you want to do? Thumbs up, thumbs down. How do you want? Like a zero to a ten. Okay. How many tomatoes? How many? Objectively, how many dim sums you want to give it? It's doing pretty good. Is that what we're gonna call it? Rotten yeah. tomatoes, right? Yeah, rotten, rotten uh, dumplings. It's doing pretty good. Ninety something yeah. as of the time of this recording. Yeah, it is. At some point in the first couple of weeks, it was the highest rated Marvel movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Audience score is like in the high nineties, and then the critics was like in the eighties, which is great. Well, I think it's both. Leveled off in the 90s right now as of this recording. And we joked about that previously. You have a lot of uh, maybe non-Asian critics who are a little bit too afraid to go too harsh. Oh, man, dude. Yeah, I'm glad. So you you get like handicap points? Yeah, yo, you're right. Yeah, that's a good point, man. I mean, that's a fact. Did you love the movie? Like, did you love it? Like, yo, I got to own this thing on DVD. That's like how I know, like, if I love the movie. I went in with very tamed down expectations. Mm Mm-hmm. And for the most part, they were surpassed. Not to say okay. that this was I can see a great mean. movie, but right. you saw the plot points coming. You knew it was going to be like a safe movie. It was going to be right. like like the Asian career. It's going to be the accountant, lawyer, doctor <laughs> of Marvel movies. You know, It's going to take the Asian approach. We're going to do it very Asian. safe. Uh, the Marvel account. <laughs> we're not going to go too crazy. Uh, yeah. And it did that. Okay. Okay. So I give it a solid mm-hmm. B+. B plus. B plus. B plus. What about you? Mm. I like I, I like the letter grade. By the way, I'm I'm like, should we do numbers? Thumbs up, thumbs down. We're like the Asian now. Uh, remember that too, Roger Ebert and stuff. Um, yeah, I would say somewhere in the B, somewhere around there, because it did most part like it was it was entertaining. I kind of lost interest towards the end. I do think like I'm I realize I'm just not a big CGI guy. Right. That's like the one thing I love. The fight scenes, the mm-hmm. choreographing f- uh, scenes, like that yeah, bus scene, good, dude. Good choreography in there. Amazing. I Legit. didn't know. And yeah. Simu Liu is like, I didn't know, he, but he had a background. Supposedly, yeah. Yeah, he has a background in martial arts yeah, and yeah. stuff. So and that like, whole bus scene just reminded me of eighties, nineties Jackie Chan fight scenes. Right, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, like had that vibe to it. Yo, dude, like he can legit do backflips and stuff. Yeah, good like, for him. The things I didn't like about it, CGI. That was one. Okay, but you got to put that on level playing ground because all the Marvel movies, all the superhero 
movies, that whole genre is just saturated right. with CGI, good or bad. Right. So you know, take like, that out. You're wrong. Next. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can. You can have different adaptations, like a character. That's why I use Black Panther as a, uh, as an example. I thought him in Civil War was a better version of Black Panther than he was in actual Black Panther in terms of like the fight scenes. You know, like yeah, that's because you got him only when he was jumping and kicking. Right, but as it was like live to- action. That's what I'm saying. I'm a fan of live action. Right, right. That's that's yeah, the main yeah. thing I have. Yeah. And like I think like it kind of does a disservice when like you said like Tony Leung, Simu Lu, like it looks like even Tony Leung, he looks like he has a um, martial arts background. Not so much actually. No? Yeah. He looked pretty like natural too. I was like, right. oh, this guy looks like he knows how to fuck shit up. <laughs> like there's a scene in the movie where and I think you know where not all Chinese people are born with martial arts skills. Bro, dude, like I hope like people that watch it like, yo, I can't fuck with Chinese people. Like, I don't know if they know. <laughs> they might know martial arts. Maybe they're also a little baby Simu Lu Jr. and their dad forced them to fight and shit. <laughs> I think like live action I'm a big fan of. The director, I thought, if he was in charge of like the fight scenes, I'm like, yo, I definitely could see like I had like Dragon Ball like vision. So, so- <laughs> <laughs> like live action Dragon Ball, not the uh, live action remake. Not of Dragon that Ball. one. Not that trash shit. Right? Not that one. Because a lot of those creatures, you know, slash that mythical I'm element, glad you that. needed yes. the CGI. So yes. there was no way around it. Right, you right, know, right. Y- you weren't gonna get like a traditional, old school Jackie Chan, like Bruce, Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee type of straight action fighting kind of thing. I agree. I yeah. know what you mean. I mean, you would know better, but like, it looks like some of those creatures are actually from folklore, like yeah, Chinese yeah, yeah. folklore, right? And, I thought that was really cool. Like I was like, I was watching. It, I was like, man, like whoever designed these creatures, like yeah, did yeah. a great, great job. But then I was thinking, wait a minute, I was like, why do I feel like I've seen these things before? Even like the uh, Chinese New Year Parade, right? Yeah, there is there are certain creatures, like especially the. Um, it was really cool. Was it the guard lion dog? Yeah, you that know, was that you, was badass. You've probably seen that everywhere. You know, like that's that was cool. in front of buildings. There's like little statues in people's houses right in front. You it's know, kind of like a guard dog thing. You know what I thought was kind of corny? The scene with like Aquafina. You know, like kind of saved the day. Oh, with I, her bow and arrow. Yeah, like, dude, I was like, oh, with her uh, fifteen-minute YouTube how to shoot a bow yeah, and arrow bro. session. I was like, oh, great. There's yeah. a montage, yeah. kind of. Yeah, like, but you had to give her character <laughs> some <laughs> some kind of glory. Why? Why? She could have just she could have been the damsel in distress or something, or she could have been the one in, in danger. That's my you know take on it. Besides that, she's I love her. She's fucking hilarious. She really carried the movie. There were some really strong like the dad, Simulu, and Alkafri. I think they. It seemed they like there was some really good chemistry good, between all of them. Great chemistry, dude. Right. And I was thinking, like, man, I wonder if she like just like improved a lot of those scenes. Aquafina played her character from what we've seen yes. in media, like how she is yes. in real life. Yeah. Not to say that we know her, obviously, but from, we do. The, from the interviews. Uh, She's going to be on the show, bro. We're going to have her here. 2025 <laughs> you're like you're like scratching your nose like go oh, bro you, yeah you wish man yeah 2025 <laughs> after she's been canceled for some really bad thing yeah she's gonna be picking at the bottom of the barrel in terms of podcast to be on she'd be like what yeah. the fuck is this it's like oh, fuck right, i got no I guess, choice yeah, i got no choice like... jimmy fallon's not calling <laughs> oh man she's she does a lot of shit she had her own show on Comedy Central. We'll get into that later, yeah. Yeah, but I was going to say, I just hope she doesn't become like the Tiffany Haddish of like oh, God. of Asian culture. That's what yeah, I was going to no, say. No, like, no, she's no, just no, in no, everything. I know, you know, I know, I know. That's why I'm hey, definitely props fear. to her. She's being offered the role. She's taking them. She's making that cash. Yo, she is, man. She's making it. Good she's for making her. it happen, bro. Yeah. Okay, you have any final points on Shang-Chi before we move on? Go see it. I might go watch it again. I think that's always a good measurement of how much, how good a movie is, is would you pay more money to see mm. the exact same content again? Mm. And you got I, me there. And I remember for you like me there, a Lin whole Jihee. solid week, my wife was half joking, when are we watching this shit again? Oh, for real? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. that's cool, man. Yeah, she was way, way into it. Dude, I might watch it tonight. 
Yeah, I don't want to stream this shit, bro. Like, that's another thing. I'm like, yo, we got to represent this shit. I want this shit to hit 400 million. Not you want to give them that uh, hard-earned money. Yeah, I want to give Aquafina, Simu, I want to give them that. Never paying full price for Aquafina, anything. Aquafina, Simu, Not even us. to my own people. If you, if you shout us out for free tickets. Someone out there, get me that Fandango <laughs> promo code. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'll go watch this shit again. Yeah, Fandango. <laughs> We didn't see this coming because by the time we scripted out this episode, we were only going to talk about Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. But then Squid Games hit. Yeah, man. So September <laughs> is the new Asian Heritage Month. <laughs> Forget gonna, February. That. Forget February. Yeah. September slash fall 2021 is Asian Pacific Islander Fuck Heritage it, Let's month. have two months, baby. The funny thing was you showed me the trailer for Squid Games before it released. And I was like... It looks right. like it's going to be good. Some mixture of Hunger Games slash mm-hmm. Escape Room, the mm-hmm. horror movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, this looks interesting. And like a little, like those Asian like variety shows. Right. <laughs> and then that shit came out. Fuck shit. And it up. was trending everywhere. Yeah. Even my wife was telling me about that. And she goes to the premier source for current events, Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> this was something that I thought I was just going to be watching by myself. You thought Once, it was going to like pass. Yeah well, yeah. well, not pass. You know, just consume it just to consume it. Yeah. Because it's yeah. there. Yeah. But then once it started trending, once my wife was on board watching this, you know, we binged it like in a week, which I know right. it's not really binging, binging, but busy schedules and everything. That's, that takes a lot of effort to watch a whole series in a week together. Dude, I know this one couple, they did it one day. Yeah, it's crazy. <sighs> Zero kids, right? Zero. Yeah. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> One week binging for me and my wife with the kid. That's impressive. That's very impressive. That's impressive, bro. Yeah, that, that takes a lot of effort. That does, yeah. I'm actually surprised, man. That takes more effort than Ben coming to this pod, recording wow. on time. Wow. It was only one time, guys. You're looking back at it, and you can see why it blew up so much. Some of the icons, whatever, they're very memeable. They're very tailored toward, oh, towards this modern-day social media. That. Okay, okay. From everyone yeah, that was talking about I it, see what you mean, like man. a natural social media boom that yeah. kind of like picked it up. No, that's a crazy thing. See, like the fact that you just mentioned it, I'm already, I can think about some of the things about it that stick out about the show, like the honeycomb thing. Now it's like a thing in Korea. Yeah, there's like things everywhere about this show that's just tailor made for the internet. Dude, and it's so crazy. TikTok, Instagram, yeah, it's all about shit. Squid Games. The same idea with K-pop. It just sticks to you, like you know the music videos. You can't really listen to K-pop until like you want to watch the music videos first. Same thing with Squid Games now. Now it's like there's something associated like the Honeycomb stuff without trying to spoil anything. Because they said, "Is it true now? It's the it's like the number one show of all time from Netflix." The CEO just you know as an off comment said that it has yeah. a chance to be the most watched show. What was it before history. Ozark? I don't know. No Narcos. It's like something stupid. I think it was Narcos. It's always something stupid. No, friends. but the fact that office. a show like this has the potential and it is on course right now to be yeah. the most watched show on netflix globally right it's kind of insane it's kind of like when parasite took over korean media for the past decade or so has been building itself up to this point yes if this movie had been you know hypothetically been the exact same movie but just been spoken in japanese or maybe even chinese or anything it, it mm. probably would not have had the same amount of success but because mm. you have this that's a really good take oh yeah that's really you have this core acceptance yeah. of korean culture k-pop recent k-dramas and things like that that it was yeah. built for this to kind of explode that made me that made my eyes like squint like oh and i'm not trying to take away from the merits of the actual show itself right 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 because the show itself just on its own it's pretty good 
It's it, very, yeah, it's very like, it's new. It's like refreshing in a way. It's and because dark. it's on Netflix, you know, I think some of the stuff that it can get away with in, in terms of rating, you know, this is not on NBC or ABC, you know, this is right. not PG-13. Right. I don't know what is the limit in terms of content that you can put on a nationally uh, broadcast show, but because mm-hmm. it's on Netflix. I mean, yeah, there's, con- I mean, there's contracts and stuff, but like, yeah, you need a time segment still, like it's scheduled. I'm talking about just well. the actual content itself, you know, it mm-hmm. being a very bloody you know, some of the themes of, oh, the, of right, the show. Oh, right, right. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't yeah. watch that. It's like, oh, after Friends, we got Squid Games. Like, yeah. you can't do that. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> followed by a rerun of Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, like, you can't do that shit. Squid Games is kind of like, it's like one episode of Black Mirror, but then they took that one episode and they really went into it. The theme itself is not really mm-hmm. that crazy. I'm sure there, there are some right. movies that we probably are forgetting completely that have the same idea. You know, people want money. Battle Royale, mm. throw them onto some Battle death, Royale. Death That's game. a good point. Good the point, actual man. movie Battle Royale. Exactly. From good Japan. fucking point, man. Yeah. There's a lot of things that it takes from that's mm-hmm. not new. But the way that it comes together, all of that created this crazy monster of a success. I think the main driving force too that makes it so successful is like, you know, just visually you watch Vera. it. It's almost like how they do like a K pop video. You know, it, it's all it's like hypnotizing from what they wear, the color schematic, everything that they're doing is it's very well thought out. What do you call that? You know, like the stair scene, that weird drawing, like uh, oh, MC yeah. Hesher or whatever, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like almost like that style, yeah, you know? Staircases going round right. and Right, there's like, there's definitely like influences you see and you know about like how he was trying to get this script bought. You're talking about the actor? I mean, the director. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, so he was trying to get this, uh, he had the script for like almost a decade. No one wanted this shit to the point where this part, I, I don't know if it's true. He was so down and like broke that he had to even sell his laptop just to like get by that's the writer you're talking this about. is the writer director yeah. guy he's he just was like yo i believe in this i cannot it's almost like rocky yeah you know like Rocky. uh so this one's like i have to play it yeah, yeah. the movies um the studio guys were like we'll buy it from you for it was like seventy five thousand. oh no i need, I need to play blah blah <laughs> eventually happened look at him now yep. you know same thing with the director he almost like yeah he almost gave up on it well i don't say gave up on it but he almost lost it hopefully it's like a stepping stone to him creating other things assuming he has more other original ideas like this. Yeah, now he's like, fuck it, bro. I'm, I'm rich, you know? He's yeah, like, yeah I'm you done. don't even know that. Yeah. Oh, actually, you're you right. You don't even know how much people make off imagine stuff like Netflix, this. Imagine Netflix, like, like G'd him for that. You're right. I read that this movie only cost 30, 40 million USD. Really? Which is for a nine episode, right. fairly long series. It's well shot. It would seem like that's on the cheaper end. The yeah. ratio of money that it's actually going to make for our Netflix for their 30, 40 million invested in this. Just, yeah, they're going to have crazy. that show forever. Netflix has been trying to make their own content, movies, TVs with big name actors, so that right. they have movies equivalent to the stuff you see in theaters. Right. There is that thing coming out with The Rock, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot. No way. All in one movie. On Netflix? It's like some big movie that Damn, they're doing. That's like $300 million right there, bro. Plus $200 million to make that movie. Damn. And I'm sure that movie is going to do well because it has such big names in it. It's like, you want to just pay The Rock? Or you want to have like Squid Games? Yeah. Do you actually know some of the actors in Squid Game? Uh, no. So actually, actors. only one I know that's famous is... I think I know who you're going to say. It's going to be the main guy. Oh, really? Yeah. So he's actually like... And the only reason why I know this is I was watching it. And then my dad, you know, it's like, hey. Was your dad watching this with you? Yeah. No, oh, that's hilarious. He's like, hey, you're watching Squid Games? Do you know about it? I was like, yeah. Wow, look at that. And then he was like telling me about the games that they're playing and stuff like Red Light, Green Light. Yeah. Also, another thing about Squid Games. Squid Games, bringing fathers and sons together. Yes, it is. Weirdly enough. Yeah, weirdly enough. It was pretty cool. One thing about watching things with my dad is that he just loves to talk, and I'm trying to focus on it. 
And it's like, Dad, I'm trying to watch this shit. He's like, oh, yeah, but let me try to explain this part right here. Do you know why? In Korea. I'm like, okay, Dad, that's great. So I can finish this shit. The translation is terrible. Like, I'm, like my Korean sucks, but there's a lot of parts where I'm listening. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. And oh, so I'm, you had it with Korean audio and English dubs. Yeah. I'm sorry, oh, Korean there, audio and English subs. There's English dub. I watched oh, the first shit, episode dude. in English. I know I'm used to reading subtitles because I watch so much anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. my wife, yes, I was like, do. I don't want to stress her out by having her ha- read something. <laughs> so we watched that first episode dubbed in English. <laughs> yeah. I did not get the stereotypical mm-hmm. Korean authenticity mm-hmm. to their arguments and their yelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I had to switch over. <laughs> Yeah. To the original voice acting. I was like, right. oh, You're like, oh, that's now it. Now that sweet, that Shiba Shiki. Exactly. Yeah, you needed that. I, I needed that. Uh, you know, when he's like losing his shit. I'm not even joking. It actually yeah. makes a difference. It does, right? You know, it's funny when I'm watching, like, especially the first episode, the dad's going through his shit, right? Like his mannerisms, some of the things. I was like, oh, man, this is like hitting close to home. Is in it? A way. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, great. this is weird. <laughs> My dad was saying, he's like, he knows actors. Oh, he said that that's actually one of his favorite actors. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You mean the main lead? The main guy. Nice. You bring people in, mm-hmm. are, are hopefully like higher tier Korean actors. Yo, and yeah. the whole budget for the movie is less than right. 40 million USD. Yeah, we're living this moment right now. It's, it's crazy. It's yeah. Hopefully this wakes up Netflix, other studios to say, hey, we need to give some of these Eastern movies a shot. You know, some of these scripts can be adapted. Yes. What Asian representation did we see media when we were younger? When we were younger? Yes. Yes. I think the only representation of myself I saw on TV as a kid growing up in the 90s yeah. was Trini, a.k.a. the Yellow Ranger. Oh, my God. Yeah. And Mulan, a.k.a. we need oh, an Asian yeah. princess just so we can sell more toys. I had a crush on Mulan. I never saw myself <laughs> in the TV. Like, you didn't see that bike. I can relate. Yeah. No, we were just like That's the token me. Asian person. We're the token Asian person. Oh, so man. people that yeah. are growing up with this amount of content don't right. understand how how lackluster <laughs> the options were when we were kids. It's, yeah, it's good. If, it's good if you're like an Asian American now. For me personally, it was a uh, Bruce Lee for 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 a period. Right. Bruce Lee movies were predominantly in the seventies, but I think. It's timeless. So if you're right. a kid now, if you're a kid in the 90s, you want to watch some good martial arts movies. Right, right. The whole Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, and Jet Li early right. stuff. That's right. where you can kind of go to. Right. Like I was going to say like those guys. Isn't it crazy that we've come full circle from the 70s to what is it now? 2020s? Yeah. You have to think about that. You're like, oh shit, it's 2020. Full circle. Full and we circle. go from one Asian guy kicking and punching to another Asian guy kicking and punching. Oh shit. You're right, That's man. That's progress. That's Yeah, that's right. Progress. You're that's, right. Uh, that's Amen. sarcastic progress. Sarcastic progress, man. That's all we had, right? I think shit, it was right. just it was just that crap, Trini, Yellow Mulan, oh, and shit. then we got a good dose of Jet Li and Jackie Chang. Uh-huh. But Jet Li and Jackie Chang playing co-starring roles. Right, 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 right. Remember we watched what was that movie we watched together? The one? Romeo Must Die. Oh man, Romeo Must Die. And I feel like that brought like black and Asian people together too. What was the biggest bump we got with Asians in mainstream deal over the past couple of years? Oh, past couple of years. I mean, oh, it's, I mean, there's, I feel like there's a few, but uh, crazy rich Asians. Oh yeah, you're that right. that was hey. when things got real crazy. I had, I had a lot of Caucasian people talking about that. Yeah, like breaking ice to me about it. Pre crazy rich Asians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got the sprinkle pretty, of 
Asian actors, yeah. actresses here and there. But yeah. Crazy Rich Asians being a in-theater movie, being mm-hmm. a fairly big production. You know who was kind of like the f- a forefront of that? The actress? Constance Wu. She, yeah. was, she was like in yeah. everything at one point, right? Speaking of her, she was in Fresh Off the Boat, the TV series. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like she was there. I had like a weird crush on her and I was like, oh, yeah. And then she got in that show. I was like, yeah. That plus Crazy Rich Asians plus uh, Kim's Convenience. And like you were saying earlier, Aquafina's in like everything. She's in that yeah. show, Nora from Queens. That's a funny show, bro. Shout out to Queens because we're from Queens, New York. Yo, that shit's hilarious, bro. So she was in that. That's a good show. And then you had uh, Steven Yuen in Minali. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minari, baby. Great movie too, man. And now you have Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Squid Games. <laughs> and you got a bunch of other shit coming out later on. So it is like a prime time. It. It is such a plethora of all this stuff that kids don't realize the kind of crap that we had when we were kids. <laughs> the crap that we had. Mulan and the Yellow Ranger. Man. Does that really even matter? Mm. Does it make a big difference? Like the fact that you and I grew up with very little uh-huh. representation on TV and in theaters. Right. Does that really matter? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. How so? It's like for the longest time, let's be real, Asians are like looked as like, oh, they're dweeby. Oh, they're going to do my homework. Oh, they got pencils in their pocket. Like, yeah, but that's always been the stereotype. So yes. what's the difference with the content that's coming out now? I think what it does is that it kind of normalizes and, and in a way, like it normalizes that, oh yeah, Asians, yo, you can talk to us and you know, we can, we're just as American as you. Like, I think that's really important. I remember Andrew Yang kind of went on that. I actually kind of agreed with him when I forgot what, what he was running for at that time, but he was mentioning it. He was running and losing something again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's over too. Over, don't worry. It's a seven game series, baby. <laughs> seven game series, baby. <laughs> Come back up to here, man. He was mentioning like, you know, as Asian American, it is our duty or civic duty to integrate within society. I always felt that like some Asian people tend to be standoffish. You know, if I and, I've, ha- yeah. and I've I had conversations with my friends that are not Asians about like how like, yo, do you, yo, are Asian people like, yo, are we cool? So I, as much as you don't want to say mm-hmm. that TV and the media can actually change people's perceptions yeah. of, of races and cultures and right. uh, different things, it does. Even if it doesn't directly do it, the right, fact man. that it's there and it's more accessible and it's more commonplace, right. that in itself makes it more normal. Exactly, dude. Like, you look at Flushing, right? We're born and raised in Flushing for most part of our life. Flushing, Queens, New York. Gang, gang. Now I notice like there's a lot more non-Asian people and they're younger too. Now Flushing is almost like a touristy spot, you know? Where people oh, it's come definitely in. a touristy spot. I was like kind of like shocked by it because I guess it just like flew over my head, but now I'm noticing it and I kind of welcome it. Oh, like now, now people are like, you know, they want to learn Korean. They want to learn Chinese. You know, they want to, you know, they want to try our foods. They want to try cooking our food. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that kind of like United Nations, Sparta and trade and, you yeah. know, get to know each other's cultures. I think it's really, really important, especially with times like this. I agree. I think it's our job to like represent. If I have a moment where I'm outside, if I can help someone, and especially if they're like not not Asian and stuff, it's my job to like kind of show people like, yeah, like, yeah, we're all in this together. I'm just as much as a citizen. I so. think we have the same thinking on this, but just from mm-hmm. two different places. You would be more likely to be proactive about doing all this. You yes. Know, I'm more the person on the sidelines, that mm-hmm. uh, backseat driver, who's like always <laughs> nagging you. <laughs> yeah. Whether or not it matters to every single person living their everyday lives, especially as a minority here in this country, you've yes. got you've got much more important shit to worry about than whether or not you're seeing yourself on Netflix. That's true. I've got a son, and he's going to be growing up in this culture right. where hopefully he gets to see more of, of himself on TV. Now, by right. no means do I think he needs to like Shang-Chi more than Spider-Man and Superman. Right. None of that really matters. 
I just want it to be normalized where mm-hmm. just seeing someone that looks like him on TV isn't even a thought. Less about going around waving our flags and you know, right. trying to show pride. You mentioned Minari. You watch that movie. There's nothing kung fu about it. There is absolutely nothing. You know, it's very different, you know, and yep. like it was really refreshing. What's The Farewell? The Farewell with Aquafina. Yeah, that was a great movie too. Those two are a bit different. The Farewell was a majority Asian cast. It was set in an Asian country. Minari was set in the middle of oh, the country Oklahoma somewhere where the yeah. cast was predominantly non-Asian, but it was right. about an Asian family. Minari is more important. Yes, you saw an immigrant family trying to do a very American thing. Yes, exactly. In terms of like just like media going back onto it, right? There's a big, there's a big like shift. Being a chef now is being a celebrity. Yeah. You know, like food, you know, food is sexy. Food is, food is like the new dichotomy of like, yo, what's hip? There's a lot of Asians that are in there. I shout out to my friend Jay, uh, Jay Lee. Uh, he owns this restaurant, No One. He does, he does little segments on Vice, Munchies. He's a returning guest now. I've seen that. And it's just amazing. It's like, oh my God, like, I just like drink and chill with you. He tries to like push the narrative. I'm a chef, not just because I'm Asian, but it's because like I can bring something of my own Korean culture, bring it here, put my own twist on it, and just, you know, explain it eloquently. And right? that's where this stuff really matters because rising mm-hmm. tide raises all boats. Whoa. You know, you've got like, Whoa, okay. You've got these big movies Whoa. and TV shows that they bring. Say that Us again. to the forefront. Yeah, say it one more time. Yeah. Say it again. Say it again, bro. Rising tides raise all boats. Woo! Yo. Dang, I feel dang. like I'm talking to like a five-year-old here. Oh, 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 man. I wish I had like that alarm. You know. Sorry. Go, go on with your... One final point. Movies like Minari where it's not an Asian movie per se. Whatever you want to quote-unquote call an Asian movie. I think that right. kind of stuff is more important. That's why like there's a movie, The Last Christmas. Do you remember that? No, I don't. Henry Golding from yeah Crazy Rich Asians, Crazy Rich Asians, right? handsome man, very handsome. Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Mother of Dragons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. those two She's came hottie. together in a really shitty Christmas rom com. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the way you're like, you're like, yo, they got together, like, like, and they created the worst shit ever. A really C grade movie, <laughs> The Last Christmas, so starring. But mm-hmm. my point is, yeah, I think that type of movie is more important. You have a co-star slash star that's of Asian heritage mm-hmm. in a regular movie. He's not in a quote-unquote Asian movie. You know, also, there's not enough uh, Asian heartthrobs. That's that's another thing, too. So that's, you know, respect to them for taking that chance. Do you have any recommendations? Any Asian-American movies or Asian international movies? When I was a kid and when I first met my wife, this was the first movie we ever watched on, on our first date. Nice. You're Asian, I'm Asian, let's watch an Asian movie. Yeah, not it. that many to pick from where someone's not kicking or punching. So we defaulted to a cult classic, Better Luck Tomorrow. Ah, that's where I Have you ever watched it. that? I did. Well, that movie's got a lot of people yeah. that you kind of know. John Cho. You got Han from Fast and the Furious. Oh, shit. Was Han in- Oh, you're right. He What's his name? Han So. Oh, Hans not his real name. Hans legit not his real name. It's like Sung Kang or something. I think you're right. It's man. like Sung Ho Kang right. or something. I think like you're that. right, dude. I Whatever. Hans from Fast and Furious. This movie's like 20 years old. Right. I can spoil it. It's a bunch of Asian teenagers, that, and yes. I think they're Asian American teenagers yes. who come together and they try to Cali or something scam a casino by counting cards. Yeah. In mm-hmm. the early 2000s, there was not a movie with a whole cast full of Asian people. Yeah, that's important. That was a good movie. <laughs> it was, you're right. And I know it's probably, it has a has a special place in my heart just because it was like the only movie back then. Yeah, look but at you, a little softy. That's ben, all. do you have any recommendations? 
Yeah. <laughs> Go listen to Linkin Park if you never heard of them. They're fucking great. Do you have any stuff that you're looking forward to? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, I think we talked about it briefly. Blue Bayou. Oh, actually, it did, it just came out. Blue Bayou. Bayou. This is a movie that's not about like fucking kung fu and shit. And what's really cool about it is like, I was watching the trailer. It's about some adopted Asian guy. I think he plays a Korean guy in there. He is Korean. The actor is Justin Chan. I don't know if you remember, but I was like, man, this guy looks so familiar. He's been in stuff. He's been the um... dude. He was in Twilight. Yeah, he was. Yeah, dude. He was the token Asian guy in Twilight. Was, yo, yo, there you go. He was the token fucking Asian guy. Yes, yeah. that's the perfect example. Right, he was that right. And like you see him now, I'm like, whoa, he's like this grizzly Asian dude that looks like he saw some shit, right? When yeah. You see the trailer, right? In Bayou, he plays someone that was adopted, but he right. grew up at a very young age in, in like Louisiana. the deep south. So he's yeah. got that deep southern accent. Yeah. Like and now he's fish. trying to like deal with his family issues. Ooh, yeah. And from the trailer, he's being deported. He gets into like a scruffle, like the cop kind of knows his chick that he's dating, which has like, she's like a baby mama, right? You can't take that crawfish, boy. And then he's like, well, I'll take it, boy. Ice Agents comes like That's like line for line what he says in the trailer. Yeah, I think so, right? It's like, you can't take me home. It's like, yeah. It's like, what? They're going to take me home. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm totally fucking up. But he's in a relationship with some chick. They're going to deport him back to Korea where he has at least to the two years of a military service. The character himself is basically full-fledged American except for exactly. his paperwork. He's got that deep, deep Southern accent. It looks really cool. It's dark. It's a very unconventional role for an Asian protagonist to play. Right. And I Which think I Justin love. also directed the movie too, right? He did. Right. He, he directed Lead actor it. and director. Everything, yeah. So he's like John krasinski this shit. You Pretty know? much. I'm excited about that. I was trying to look up like films for it, like where to watch it. Mm. Dude, in the city or in New York City, they're only showing like two theaters. So it's like that really like underground indie style film. That kind of goes back to like, you can have good films, but if they're not distributed properly into a medium that's easily available to people, right. then they can kind of get left behind. Yes, that is true. You're right. And hopefully so, it can be shown on a bigger streaming platform reviews say like it's it's great critically acclaimed it's legitimately like it's a great film the acting is spectacular it's very suspenseful i'm excited i'm hoping i could watch that in the theater i would like to you know obviously because we got to support you know you know asian gang i will only go watch this movie if there's a fandango promo code dude you're not gonna find fandango shit i'm glad to support these types of movies yeah at a discount There's something coming up on Netflix, Cowboy Bebop, starring oh, John Cho. Oh, I forgot about that, bro. You see, the inner manga slash anime nerd in myself yeah. is super hyped up for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Are you a little worried, though, too, like about expectations, how it's going to be? It looks cool. It looks Wait, great. so do you have any idea about what Cowboy Bebop is? Yeah, I, I watched the anime when it used to- Did you to, watch it? I watched it back then, That's yeah. very surprising. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're right, because I only watched like Dragon Ball back then. Pretty much. Yeah. Cowboy Bebop is a classic anime from the late 90s. It's a Western sci-fi yeah. comedy. That's a good way of putting it, man. And it's coming to a live adaptation on Netflix starring John Cho as the lead. Yes, I'm worried. Mm -hmm. Historically, anything that's anime slash manga turned into a live action just sucks. Just whether it's Japan making it, the West, it just tends to not be good. I have my expectations checked. Having watched the original anime, uh, liking John Cho and the stuff that he does, and having watched that trailer... Mm -hmm. I'm pretty hyped up for a Cowboy Bebop. It looked great. I thought John Cho was like, the. Pr- he looks just like... He legit looks like it. It's crazy. Yeah. He got jacked for it. He looks like he got... Lean, I mean, he's got bro. the big bushy head hair. That's true too. One trope about anime is they got exaggerated hairstyles. Yeah. 
So seeing John Cho with a <laughs> slightly toned down hairstyle is, uh, you know. Oh, you but know he but he looks good. I just remembered what I was gonna say. It involves John Cho searching. You remember that one? I remember. That's the one where he's a dad. He's a dad, and he he's loses for his, his daughter. daughter. Yes. Yeah, and he uses like the power of the internet and social media to like find the clues to finding her. That was a great movie. I was surprised by that. That was a great, great film. I would I recommend that. that. We yeah, we're both on that. That one, that one, that one gets a solid A. Hopefully sure by the time me. this comes out, Bayou will be doing well. We'll be trending somehow. Cowboy Bebop, people just don't rip it apart. Yo, I'm going to hear you be like, like, yo, I watch Cowboy Bebop. Fuck. <laughs> or it's going to be, yo, it's fucking good. Like I said, anime to live action is fucking hard. Didn't they fuck up that one with that Scarlett Johansson? Ghost in the Shell. Didn't that suck ass? Yeah, see, what happened with Ghost in the Shell is the movie visually was very good. But because you whitewashed it with Scarlett Johansson, mm-hmm. nothing against Howdy. her. I think she's great. All you needed to do, just make the lead actor slash actress. Yeah. Get a Scarlet Kim. Pretty much. <laughs> Scarlet Johan. Johan. <laughs> oh, shit, man. And with that, we're going to wrap things up here. Yeah. I thought a good thing to do on a weekly basis is we've got so much shit to cover sometimes that we just don't get to it. We're going to give each other a couple minutes to rant and rave about anything that's been happening this week. Oh, I don't think I have anything to rent yet. I'm going to I'm gonna piggyback off of you. Okay. I'm going to follow you. Let's do it. I always have this question, if I'm the asshole. Recently, nowadays, whenever you go get takeout, they take credit cards, obviously, and they right. have that touch screen thing where you swipe Square. your credit card. And literally, the first screen that comes up is, how much do you want to tip? Yeah. Okay, let me preface this by saying, <laughs> I think I'm a generally good tipper, always 20 to 25%. Oh, yeah. And if, when we eat. Yeah, and if when it's we a out, small check, I, sure. I always bump it up more. And I know yeah. that servers have it like shit dealing with customers. That's but cool, man. Appreciate am I the you. asshole right. that when I just go get takeout and I swipe my thing and they spin that screen around and right. it just says, how much do you want to tip? 15, 20, 25, no tip. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting takeout. Right, right. I, I like, always <laughs> press no tip. I like how you guys like, for the record, this is takeout. Um, Man. And I you got, I, and you work yes, in do. restaurants. I've been in the the business for so, for a while. It's a good question for you. I'll put I'll put it this way. Let's say you're taking getting takeout from me, right? Yes. And you didn't leave me tip. I wouldn't bat an eye. I wouldn't be like, oh, yo, fuck this guy. Oh, I don't really deserve. I should be getting tip. All I did was probably just take the bag and just give it to you. Technically, you're not the asshole, but I think I'm gonna. Have to, I so. thought you were gonna vindicate me, but keep going. <laughs> but this is and this is what I'm saying, like. See, for me, I don't mind because I tend to work in like a more established, you know, fine dining style restaurants, mm-hmm. right? Also, my hourly is just pretty taken care of, you know, so I'm not really stressing about the money in a way. There's some people in certain restaurants or wherever they're working, right? That's tip based. Every tip counts, everything. One time I went to an Indian restaurant, I did take out, I walked in, it was like seven or eight. It's, it's dinner time. The restaurant could seat like 60, 50. Empty, completely empty. Like it doesn't even look like they actually had like people come in uh, come in before. Like everything looks like yeah. immaculate. This is a tough Tuesday. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck, man!" I feel so bad. I was like, "Fuck, I gotta tip to these guys." They're just standing there. What if like I'm like the one guy that gave them money in in the grand scheme of things? Maybe like whatever I left them doesn't do shit. But that's kind of what it is. So it's it's I don't I don't want to say you know yes or no. I agree. If I walk into a restaurant, it's slow. Or if right. I ask for something extra from the cashier, right. or they're like chit-chatting and it's nice and all this stuff, then yes, I'll leave a tip. But 
I'm talking about because I went to Chelsea Market recently with my wife, and you know Chelsea Market is like、oh, right. a big food court. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're yeah. going bang, bang, bang right, one right. one food stall to another、okay. food stall. Okay, okay. And it's high traffic. I feel you. For that one, I'll say no. You're not the asshole. How about that? Fine. That one you're not. I, I feel a little bit better. We can wrap it up here. I think so, man. Okay, it's been a it's been a long conversation. Hopefully, you guys have enjoyed this as much as we have not enjoyed it. Oh, come on! I enjoyed it. I enjoyed your company. But yeah, let's wrap it up. Follow us on all the social medias at Worst Asian Pod. Go to www.worstasianpod.com if you're too lazy to type any of that into your、uh, favorite social media app. Leave、worst. us a review. Leave us a like. Leave us a comment. I'm、yes. told it matters, but at the end of the day, none of this really matters. There you go. Come back next week. We're going to be talking about why fusion food sucks. Oh, stay tuned. Peace. Peace.